All right. What's up, everybody? We are live here with another episode of Two Minute Drill. We're going to kind of just go over some random random shit that happened in the NFL this week. Um, got some crazy things that kind of went on. I'm going to go ahead and start it with the Devontae Adams thing. I don't know if you guys saw that Monday night, um, but I'm going to go ahead and kick it over to um, somebody new that's on the podcast this week and Dylan and uh, kind of see what he thought about just – it in general, obviously, if you guys don't know what happened, Devontae Adams walking off the field after a tough loss um, in a divisional game, ended up pushing one of the the workers there at the stadium down when he walked in front of him. And, you know, he's facing potential suspension. And the guy, uh, I think today, filed um, assault charges on him. So there's definitely more coming down the uh, the pike on that one. But Dylan, what do you kind of think about that? Yeah, I thought that was pretty insane. Uh, definitely, you know, he was a little mad, you know, after the loss because – you know, they were up like 17 points. I know at one point and chiefs came back and I guess he just wanted to get to the locker room and that guy got in his way, just doing his job really. But, you know, I guess he didn't feel like talking. So he uh, gave him a good push. It's freaking but, uh, insane. Well, if, when, I don't know when I watched the video, I first, I thought it was like maybe a fan that like jumped down there and was like trying to mess with them. But then I was like, well, he's holding a bunch of equipment. <laughs> I was like, that was kind of rude. <laughs> Yeah, definitely unexpected, you know, I'm sure for that guy. And, you know, Devontae Adams has been always been known as a pretty, you know, chill, pretty, you know, good at the media, you know, kind of guy. And he's always been a real, you know, he doesn't really get, you know, involved, like make, you know, bad things happen to it, you know, off the field stuff, really. So that was definitely his first time being, what, one and four. So, yeah, he's used to winning a little more at the Packers. He's probably a little upset. David, you know, what do you jump in here whenever you want, like what you got on this one and stuff like that. But yeah, of course. Um, I think I, it's totally understandable why he would be completely upset. That part I get now pushing like someone over, especially an employee that to me is out of like out of bounds. Like he's gone a little too far on that one, but I'm not, imagine the bag this guy's about to get. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not saying like, cause well, the thing was like, they said after he went to the emergency room and I was like, like he didn't get pushed that hard. Like, <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, he, he just kind of fell down. I was like, all right. So he's definitely selling this shit. Like he's probably like on oh, my neck. My yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I won't say the rest of the song, but yeah. no, I mean, <laughs> no, that's crazy. Like, I mean, I, I guess go get your bag, man, but that's Yeah. Yeah, not only is he going to get his bag, but he's probably going to get some extra uh, paid time off from work. <laughs> he's going to get some benefits. He'd be like, "Hey, man, if this shit just happened, man, I need to, I need to get some uh, extra benefits. I need to get some higher pay. You know, hazard pay." <laughs> like, I would like to be a general manager now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's I don't want to be the sound guy anymore. I want to be the guy interviewing them. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, but you got to think too. Like, I mean, I whatever happens with Devontae Adams from it, whether it's criminal charges on top of getting suspended, like, you know, the Raiders already suck. So I don't know what that means for them going forward because they're already one in four. looks like they're not, you know, clearly, clearly I think we all thought that that division, those four teams would be vying for, you know, playoff spots, if not, the three that don't win the division trying to compete for that wild card spot, but without Devonta Adams, that's going to be tough. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking honestly, 
probably a two to three game suspension. Maybe if they decide to really punish him, maybe five and yeah. also probably a fine yeah. as well. But it'd be funny, be maybe not funny, but it'd be like cool almost if like they gave him like community service for it or like it was like that's how the whole thing went. He had to do like community service and like he was like in lots like Los Angeles area in Oakland or I mean Vegas. Sorry, I forget they moved sometimes, but he's yeah. just chilling in Vegas on the strip, like cleaning the road. He's got to He's got to clean up like like throw up from the strip or something. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean he'll probably it'll probably be something where he just like pleads out or something. And they give him community service and like anger management classes or whatever. And then he's got to, then the guy will probably sue him and the the organization or something. And they'll settle out of that. And then you're right. He'll probably get like a three or five day suspension, but it won't, it won't come until like the end of the season. Cause they take, yeah, probably it takes five years to do anything. I guess it really depends, you know, how badly this guy wants something to happen. He could just kind of be like testing the waters, you know, sometimes, they just kind of see what can happen at first. They don't want to take it a really long time. And they kind of see like, oh, let's even get a little money out of this or see what, you know, kind of what can happen. Some people really play it out and extend it over a long period of time. But well, and maybe and maybe he's not the one that wanted to go to the emergency room. Maybe the organization sent him just to kind of cover their bases, too, when it comes to like workman's comp. And, you know, two of their I guess two of their employees technically, you know, fought so <laughs> probably trying yeah. to cover their not fought but i mean you could kind of put it under that category but i don't know but isn't the isn't the sound guy that guy's probably employed by the nfl i'd like to think right he might be yeah well i mean i guess not raiders organization but Event, the nfl yeah. organization i, I yeah i guess yeah. adams is kind of also a part of you know the nfl of course but you know he's a, a raiders bit. player but <laughs> he's not really you know different so i don't know but like yeah. i said maybe Maybe they just had him go there anyway, just to get checked out, just in case. Like that way, they had the medical, and then he had the medical. And if anything was wrong, then yeah, I don't know. That's I mean, crazy, the, the sports world is funny with some of their employees and stuff. So, well, I mean, would like, I mean, this is probably like one of the more tame ones that we've gotten, <laughs> I guess, out of the NFL the past year. But I mean, that's yeah, it's still can't do that. I don't know, but it's funny because you see like like Mike Evans just come and like completely blindside Marshawn Lattimore on the field and nobody's talking about, you know, assault charges on that. You know, we saw Miles Garrett clunk Mason Rudolph in the head with his helmet a couple of years back and nobody talked about assault charges for that one. You know what I mean? But, you know, Devontae Adams, he pushes a civilian, I guess, if you want to say um, that's not inside the, the, I guess, the player side of everything, which is. Yeah, I was going to say there's a big difference between in the game moment and after the game and someone who isn't an on the field player. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I mean, know. yeah. And the players, they have padding on, you know, and they're actually prepared. They're more like physically fit, you know, and more like athletically blessed, you know, pretty much, you know, you could say that guy is just a sound guy. He's just a everyday Joe like us, you yeah, know, he's, he's just there doing <laughs> it. Yeah. Can, so honestly, like if, if Devontae Adams pushed me down, I'd be like, yo, sorry, my bad guy. Like that's, that's honestly, that's on me, man. I should have walked in front of you like that. I should have waited. Like that's, that's my bad. My bad, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. It's definitely not great what he did, but you know, definitely he could do worse things like a uh, certain NFL players do, you know, Sean Watson, Ugh. even though, you know, that's still up for debate to some people, but you know, I think for most people, it's not. <laughs> He's a dirt man. Yeah, for many people, it's not. <laughs> He's a dirtbag, and it pisses me off that he's going to be able to step into a situation where the Browns are competing for 
the division. So I was hoping they'd be yeah. zero and five right now, but that's a good team I with a feeling. good coach. Mm. I see. I have a feeling though when he comes back, he's not going to be quite the same, like his same self. You know, he's mm. going to be in a new environment, and he's going to have all that pressure on him, or like people like not wanting him in the NFL. You know, but all, he, but all he has to do is continue what Jacoby Brissett's doing. Like he doesn't have to do. He doesn't have to come back and be. You know his old self right away. Like he just has to spend the next four or five games getting back in motion and just not turning the ball over. I mean, yeah. that's all Jacoby Brissett's doing. He's just not turning the ball over and he's making plays when he needs to. And and they're running the ball and they're playing really solid defense at times. So, I mean, that's just, that's, that's their recipe. Yeah. I would wait till maybe his second year of the contract to see how things are going to officially confirm say he's yeah. been, he's returned back to his true form or whether this was the Haslam's biggest mistake ever. I mean, it's yeah. still there. I still, it's a big mistake. I think they, they gave him a ton of money and he's, a oh, yeah. but I mean, I agree. It is what it is. I mean, they, they, went, they went all in for a Super Bowl, And, and I mean, I guess, I, I guess when you, when you've lost that much and you have the kind of culture that was there and you're trying to shift it and change it, and um, you you do drastic things. So I mean, yeah. I mean, to me, it's Cleveland Browns were already the laughing stock of the NFL to begin with, at least for the last 20, 25 years or so. And at worst, there's they were still going to be the laughing stock anyways. And at best, they were going to win a Super Bowl. Yeah, I don't know. Definitely interesting. Yeah. Because also, like, oh, sorry, my bad. No, you're good. Go. <laughs> but because also, you know, like, they gave up quite a bit for Deshaun. It wasn't like two or three firsts, and also, like, maybe some seconds or thirds. And yeah, they I'm gave him remember a ton if they gave some players or not. But it's like, and for all this, like, the sticky situation he was in, it's like they need that investment to work out. Yeah. So, yeah. even though he's not a great person, you know, and probably most teams at this point would probably try to cut ties, the Browns just kind of can't to cut ties, I feel like, because they're just. Like I mean, damn, there, we gave this much. There was fifteen. No. There was fifteen other teams, or like they said, 10, 15 other teams that were involved in in talks of trading for him. So there was different packages for the team. Each team, I think, I think realistically, there was only eight teams that that the Texans really wanted their package pretty equally. It was just depending on where he wanted to go, and and Cleveland was the most enticing. And I mean, we see why. I mean, look, Jacoby Brissett has all is having you know this much success with them. They're winning games. They're what, four and one right now or something like that. Yeah. So, I mean, it's or three and two. I don't know what they are, but well, I guess like one, we, we, you know, we talked about Devonte Adams and Deshaun Watson and kind of stick with the theme of, I guess, dirt bags or potential dirt bags. I don't know how much you guys have been keeping up with like the Brett Favre stuff. Um, he he talked about it a little bit a couple of weeks back when yeah, he, development he came, came out. He came out with like a statement, I guess, I think maybe today or yesterday. And basically just saying, um, here, I'll just go ahead and read it because then that way, I don't know if you guys have read it or not earlier, but he just said, no one ever told me. And I did not know that funds designated for welfare recipients were going to the university or me. I tried to help my alma mater, a public Mississippi university raised funds for a wellness center. My goal was and always will be to improve the athletic facilities at my university. I was told 
that the legal work to ensure that the funds could be accepted by the university was done by state attorneys and state employees. Um, and then I think before that, he was saying that I've been unjustly smeared in the media. I have done nothing wrong. And it is past time to set the record straight. So clearly coming out, I know there was a bunch of text messages and stuff like that, that they were kind of showing, um, saying that he was going back and forth with, with the, those people that were kind of supplying him the money and those funds and everything. So I'm curious, I, I kind of wanted to go back and, and read over those and like, kind of, I don't think they released all of them though, but just kind of seeing if we can get those conversations back and forth and see like, if he was just like, Hey, I need money. What can you do? And they were like, yeah, we'll figure it out. And then they decided to do that. Or if he was like, yeah, just steal money from the welfare funds you know what i mean because if he actually was like a part of that then but they seem like a pretty tight-knit group but i don't know if you guys have followed it or you have an opinion on it at all or i don't know i mean if he did it and that's really really bad and he definitely should get smeared by the media but i don't think he'd probably get in any trouble i think that's probably gonna go you know fall on the lawmakers or people behind the scenes are making that happen but you know, that definitely taints his legacy, you know, but to be fair, I've never really thought of Favre as like some like perfect outstanding kind of guy. Not, you know, he didn't really like commit crimes, you know, sort of, but he, I don't know, like he, he was just out there, you know, really out there, you know, kind of like he had a big yeah. personality. He, he was, wasn't he, afraid to make mistakes. He was always, you know, throwing a lot of picks, you know, he's like most of all time. So yeah. I could see him doing something like this kind of, you know, but I didn't. Oh, he's, he's not like a like a bad bad, you know, like a like a criminal. I just think he's a, you know, money corrupts. That's what I like to think. So, and you know, I think over time, you know, he's gotten a little corrupted, you know, probably from, you know, all his uh, Wrangler commercials. No, <laughs> but no, I mean, I think <laughs> yeah, I don't know of like of being corrupted in, in that in the aspect where I think like I do. I do agree with you where I don't think he's going to get in trouble for it just because he probably insulated himself in a way where he can go back and his lawyers can show like, yeah, we had nothing to do with this. We didn't say anything, but I'm sure there was private conversations that were had with all these people because they were all friends. They all hung out. They all went to, you know, functions together. And I'm sure they, they made comments, you know, whether or not they knew what they were doing and, and they probably talked to him about stuff like, Oh, we could just take it from here and nobody would ever know. You know what I mean? And I think he was like, yeah, let's do that. And then, you know, you guys will just add it back in over time. Like, I think, I think those conversations did happen. You know, I, I don't know. I mean, this, this kind of stuff is like, is more in the, <laughs> I don't, it's just so different. I don't know. It's it's not something that we're usually used to like yeah. dealing with on, on this scale. Normally it's just, you know, regular businessmen, not like, ex-athletes that are taking advantage of the system um in that kind of way and if he didn't he asked for the money and those those people just wanted to help him out because he was brett Favre. then you know i guess that's on them but i just don't i don't i don't believe that he didn't know where the money was coming from that's just there's there's no way that he didn't know yeah he must have known to some degree that it was coming from whether or not he knew whether it was coming from the welfare funds he must have known that it was coming from some governmental like like task i should say yeah yeah i don't know 
it's just a weird one. But I mean, as it, as it develops, I'm sure we'll we'll hear more stuff, and yeah. and I'm sure there'll be like some sort of you know, trial or whatever it may be yeah. that comes from it. But it's just interesting. It like like Dylan was saying, like he he could kind of see him doing it, and and I I get I get that because of the way he you know, he carried himself. He definitely was more of that, like, you know, really sure of himself gunslinger um, type quarterback, like the Joe Montana's um, like the Dan Marino's like they, they were going to sling the ball around. They were very like Hollywood, very like, Oh, I'm the best. I'm the greatest. You know what I mean? Those kinds of things. And, and I think that some, like sometimes that transitions and, and it continues when you come off the field. Like a lot of people say that he's kind of, he's kind of, shitty to talk to like he 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 thinks that he's better than everybody else um which is really sad because even with all the interceptions like I, I still think that he's you know a deserved like hall of famer like he's still one of the greats you know to play the game when you talk about what he did for it you know what i mean he just he just played in an era where it was the beginning of 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 what we know the passing era to be yeah. and not everybody was um you know, the, the film wasn't there yet. The preparation wasn't there yet. And they were just going out there flinging the football around. <laughs> yeah. So it's definitely like a little bit out of the football realm, you know, but it's an NFL legend, someone well-known, you know, you're just going to yeah. want to discuss about him. I think the you know, biggest problem with all of it is because, you know, it's in Mississippi, like the, like the poorest state in America, I'm pretty sure. So, yeah, I think, yeah. you know, that's like the big thing about it. It's like, they already have so much, you know, poverty, you know, homelessness, you know, people on welfare, and they need to take advantage of that. I think that's like what people really get mad about. No, I mean that's super shitty. Like I, I did forget about that that point as well too. Like, um, that them pulling from that fund was just meaning there's less money that's going back into the community to help them out, and you know, just going to a school that already has you know shit ton of money that's being funneled into it. Um, so maybe not a shit ton, but it's a division one school. Like they have their boosters like Brett Favre, like others that have, you know, made millions of dollars playing whatever professional sport they want to play. So yeah, just an all around crappy situation, I guess, but we'll kind of keep track of it. Mm. Um, the only other thing that, that I kind of had, um, was, I don't know if you saw Roger Goodell's comments about maybe a potential expansion into London with the NFL. And he made the comment that he thinks that London not only could support one team, but two teams. And, you know, it's kind of interesting because I just don't know logistic wise, like travel that would suck. Cause I feel like, I feel like those guys would have to travel all the time or, or they would just have to stay over in the States for multiple weeks in a row. And then they'd get, you know, like four road games, four home games or something like that. Like I, and then you're talking about, you know, taking people and putting them in a whole other country. It's so much different than if you were to have like teams in Canada or Mexico um, that seems like more of a likely place that I would start rather than maybe London, but I don't know what you guys think about all that. I don't know. Um, obviously they've had some success with the London games to some degree because of people's curiosity and all that. But I had a professor who always argued that if they did expand, 
into Europe. They should expand into Germany. Yeah. Because uh, American football is a little bit more accepted there than in London. And to your point of logistically, I wouldn't know either. I'm, even though I was a sport management major, I, I wouldn't figure out how to, unless I had some kind of training, I wouldn't be able to figure that out. I mean, and, it, it, you would almost want to put a whole division over there. Like you would almost, you would almost want to expand four teams. And I just don't know if like there's, there's the talent to do that. And then you would have to get people who would want to go live over there. So like you could, you could put, you could put teams in different countries over there. Like maybe you put two in London, maybe you put two in Germany, you know, maybe there's another country in that area that likes football a bunch and that you could put somebody there. Um, and it wouldn't be, and then there wouldn't be as drastic or as much travel. You know what I mean? You would have, you would have six games a year where you'd be playing, you know, over there. And then you would only have the other um, 11 that you would have to come over to the, you know, or I guess half of them that you'd come over to the States for. So you, you would only have to come over to the United States for like maybe five or six games. And I just think that that would be um, so much of a, a better situation than just putting like one team. Cause if you put one team over there, they're what's the point? Like that doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause that's why, that's why I'm saying like, if you're going to do that, then just put a team in Canada or put two teams in Canada or put one in Canada and one in Mexico. Um, and then that way the, the travel, it's not bad. The NBA already does it and, uh, you know, hockey does it. Uh, so it's not, it's not anything out of the realm of possibilities. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's cool. You know, like if they did like America's division, like Canada, Mexico, when they did like a Europe division, London, Germany, whoever else, yeah. but mm-hmm. you know, the logistics of adding all those teams would be hard. You know, mm-hmm. even just adding four would be hard. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you know? could, and honestly, like it just sucks. Cause you're, you're sitting there and, and maybe, maybe if like, the chargers were still in San Diego and they wanted out, you know, you have Jacksonville that I think you can move out of Jacksonville. And I don't think too many people would be upset about it. Um, you know, I think that Cincinnati could be a team. If you wanted to move out of Cincinnati, they might, that might be a team, maybe the jets. Um, so you couldn't take existing teams that are already there and maybe add a couple more, um, and kind of move them around and, and make, make like a Europe division or something like that, if you wanted to, or put, you know, eight teams over there and they could have their, you know, two divisions over there. And then how many other divisions over here and, you know, spread it out that way. That way there's just not that, that travel. I don't know, but they'll do move it. I mean, they'll, they'll do what they want to do to make money. So, <laughs> yeah. Move the Lions, see if they can win somewhere else. See if we get lucky, you know, maybe they'll figure it out. Yeah, I mean, that's because what, uh, <laughs> well, I mean, Chicago, they want a new stadium. I know they already have plans to build one um, farther away, but maybe instead they're like, yeah, screw it, we'll become the, the London Bears. I, I don't know. I mean, that's, <laughs> it. I mean, we've seen crazier things happen. We've seen, you know, the Raiders just up and move to Vegas. Um, we have two NFL teams in Los Angeles or, three now no two two in los angeles now so i mean it's I, I i don't know i mean it's definitely 
definitely a weird thing. I mean, there's two teams in Ohio, and I didn't. I don't really think that. <laughs> well, I mean, at least with the two teams in Ohio, they're in two larger cities. So. Yeah, and I mean they're they're starting to have success now. So I mean that's I guess that's the that's the benefit of it. But I mean for twenty years you kind of the the mediocrity of football in Ohio mm-hmm. you know, outside of outside of Chicago and and uh Detroit, you know, with and then the Jets and the Jaguars. So but I mean that's just I don't know. It's definitely interesting. It would what would I guess what would your guys' pick be if they if they were to say they were gonna add, you know, two new teams, keep it even. Um where where would you want them to go? Now, is there like a stipulation as to we have to put it in Europe or? You can go anywhere you want. I mean, you could put it on okay. the moon. I don't. <laughs> Elon Musk will do the, the rocket launches so that people can go to the moon and play football. I don't know. I'd say give us a Mexico City and a Toronto. That's not too far, far away. You know, it wouldn't yeah. be too mm-hmm. bad travel. You know, especially Toronto for the northern teams. They won't have to travel too far. Does, you know, but does, Mexico does... City would. Does Mexico want an American football team, though? I mean, that's yeah, they're pretty big into soccer. So, like, I mean, do they, they really even want to do that? Yeah, I think they have like a league down there, but it's very, it's very small. It's kind of like, yeah. um, it's kind of like what like the the XFL was, um, or is going to be, and then what the uh, AFL was this past year. Like, there's only like maybe eight, eight or nine teams or something like that. But I mean, they they have something like that down there, mm. but. I don't know that you would just you would just have to see if the market even wanted it. Like, I could see them wanting a NBA team before they wanted an NFL team, um, but or put put an MLS team there or something like that. Well, I don't know. Put a team in Brazil or Japan. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! Um, I could I see Japan actually working for some reason. It might be you know, crazy. Put, put, put a put an NFL team in Alaska and then one in Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, put it in. I mean, Anchorage is an uh, is a choice in Madden or whatever that you could do. Yeah, Hawaii. Yeah. I think Hawaii would be interesting because they have they have the stadium there um, that they did the Pro Bowl already, you know. And I think that that would be they they have the infrastructure to handle something like that already because they are such a major tourist attraction. Yeah. So it would just again it would just be the travel aspect of it because you got to think what from from Los Angeles it's like a 10 hour flight or something like that. And so, but I would also argue that that might not be the most preferred choice because everything has to be shipped into both Alaska and Hawaii as it is. Oh no. So everything is going to be price wise is going to be through the freaking roof. I mean, it already is there. So I mean, like uh, what, uh, I don't know, but they get, who knows, but they still like football. I mean, they love their football down there in Hawaii. So I mean, sure. look at the people that we've gotten into the NFL, whether that was like Marcus Mariota, um, uh, is it Tua Hawaiian? Yeah, Tua. Um, Monte Teo was he? Monte Teo, yeah. Which honestly, if anybody hasn't watched that documentary on uh, what Netflix, super, super good. Speaking of which, what are your guys' thoughts on the Tua situation? Oh yeah, I don't know. I saw I saw them come out with their report, basically just saying that like they did 
they followed the protocol, but the result wasn't what it should have been. So they're just changing it now to if anybody stumbles, they're just they're out for the game. Um, listen, I I think they knew that he was concussed. They were just like, "Hey, you good?" And he was like, "Yeah." And then they were like, "Okay, <laughs> go out there." Like, cause you can't, I mean, I don't know. Cause if he, if he had a back injury, like that would make him wobbly like that. He's not walking. Like that's not, I mean, you've, you see guys go out there and stub their toe and they're not playing. So like, if he has a back injury, then he's not going to go out there and play because he, he's thinking clearly because his mind's working. He's like, yo, my back's that messed up that I can't walk. Maybe I shouldn't play. So when you've when you're concussed like that you don't really know what's going on you don't really understand what's going on um you don't even know that it happened you just you're just like yeah i i feel fine my i'm going to go out there i'm good to go so yeah. that's 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 why that's why everything was set into place to be like no you're not good um we saw a b and c and uh you're not playing so that sucks too bad and yeah and he, yeah and he never even touched his back at all. He was just touching his head. And like, if you have a back injury, you might be like maybe hunched over or hell, which is bad enough. You know, you're not even going to be standing up. But if you're like stumbling, it's probably from either your head or from your leg, but not being able to put you know, weight in your leg all the way. Oh, mm. my bad. <laughs> That's okay. Sorry, everybody. We'll cut that out. Dylan said the uh, F word. Maybe I'll add a cool little sound effect in there. <laughs> 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 no, I mean, I, but I like this. It, it was just insane to me. I and mean, we've seen like... I mean, on top of all the injuries that have already happened this season, which is just, I feel like the past like three or four years, we've just had, maybe not three years, maybe the past three seasons, we've just had so many injuries. Like, I don't understand what's happening. And then on top of that, like the past like three weeks, we've had so many head injuries where you've seen guys like stumble and get up or, you know, they can't, they can't move or like even in college football, like I've, you've seen guys being carted off, you know, put in an ambulance and it's just like, you're like, what the heck is going on? Like, I don't understand. Um, I, I just, I don't know. I don't know what changed. Like, did they, I know they've kind of pulled back a little bit on the, you know, targeting stuff, the roughing the passer stuff, like, but still, I mean, I just don't understand why, why it's why it's ramping back up again and why why we're seeing this so much more prevalent and you know you talk about like the Tua hits like honestly like he he got thrown to the ground but I don't think it's any harder than anybody else was during that week or he has before so are the helmets different is like I just I don't know I don't know what's different to to be causing because we saw what um was it Naheem Hines same thing got hit slammed on the ground got up couldn't walk like he literally couldn't walk they had to like carry him off the field so i it's i don't even know i mean that's and then uh what teddy bridgewater for the dolphins same thing got knocked out with a concussion so i i don't know it's kind of weird it's insane yeah it's just very weird especially since both especially more so from the pa the NFLPA, they've been trying to get more safety for the players because that's, in a sense, their job is to protect the, the players because that's technically their workers. Yeah. Talking about uh, that bridge order injury, I noticed that uh, the past week or two, there was a couple, you know, young or like rookie, you know, late round picks, you know, starting, you know, 
to get their first chance in the NFL. We had what Bailey Zapp, and then what's that guy's name? Sit the Skylar Thompson on the Dolphins. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, but you know they're getting their first opportunities, and I know I don't know. I didn't really watch uh, Skylar Thompson much. I didn't get to watch, but Zapp was looking decent. He's been but doing that's, his, that Skylar his Thompson thing. guy looked hot garbage. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. to be fair, like he's a rookie. He that's his first like you know real in game experience. He probably has had zero snaps with the first team. You know, being the third guy on the depth chart there. So like and a seventh round pick that that yeah. he's already low to think of. Uh, to most teams, so yeah, and I mean, you gotta think like, and and Belichick for whatever reason knows how to find good game manager quarterbacks, whether that's undrafted or in the seventh round. We've seen him do it his whole coaching career. So I mean, I'm not, su- I'm not surprised that that Bailey Zappi was able to step in and be be somewhat successful within that system. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I mean, Tom Brady was what sixth round pick. Yep. Yeah. What well, didn't pick one ninety nine? Is it? I think so. Talk about like concussion. Didn't didn't Hoyer go down with a concussion too? Or I'd have it... to look that up. I think what he might have. He... Yeah, but again, that's another one. Like I don't, and I forget what his injury was. But if it was a concussion, there's another one there. But still, I don't. I don't know, man. That's it's definitely interesting. That I think that's that's the more like pressing question of like why why is this happening? You know what I mean? Like you can point to certain things like when, um, yeah, it was a head injury. Yeah. I just checked when like the 49ers played, what was it? The jets two seasons ago and like their whole defense, like five guys tore their ACL or something like that. Like, because the turf was messed up, it wasn't right. So you're just like, like, those are things that you can point to and be like, okay, yeah, they messed that up. That's why that happened. But you're just like looking at this season and you're like, what the, like, what the heck is going on? I don't know. Yeah, because I that the only reason I brought that up was because we kind of mentioned Hawaiian players yeah. and well, I think uh, to his to his brother in college, he got knocked out with a head injury too. Mm. So, I mean, you're like I I don't I don't know. It's so like I think I was watching the Ohio State game, and some guy went to go tackle one of the Ohio State players, and they ended up having to cart him off the field. Yeah, he um he like can stay uh. He was this on a. I'm trying to remember where. I think he was a linebacker. Or safety. He was one I of the. Forgot safeties. his name. Yeah, he was a linebacker safety. Yeah. Yeah. And he just. <laughs> he was he, decent. And he was uh, a star, I think. But yeah, but Trey Trey Henderson, they they met, and you know he the defender lowered his head a little bit, and you know just clocked him in the shoulder. So. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. <sighs> kind of crazy. Things So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this, this season's been weird. Like, like I said, with all the injuries and then you kind of look around and there's not really like a, to me, there's not really a clear favorite. I mean, obviously you look at the bills and you look at the chiefs. Um, and I think those are probably the biggest favorites, but I mean, the, the giants are four and one, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I like it's what, let's see here. What are the, um, here you go. Yeah, the Eagles are five and zero. Oh. The Cowboys are four and one without Dak. The Giants are four and one. You know, you look at the Rams; they're two and three. The Cardinals are two and three. We didn't think that was going to happen. The Vikings are four and one, leading their division. You know, the Bears actually have two wins. And I, I just, I don't. It's so, it's so weird. And then you look at, 
you know, for us, the AFC North, like I, even the Steelers at one and four, like they they're not completely out of it because everybody's just two and three. So the Browns are actually two and three. I for, I didn't, I said four and one earlier, but speaking of the Steelers, do you think uh keep riding Pickett or go back to Trubisky? No, I think you and, keep Pickett. I mean, Pickett didn't play a bad game. He threw he threw what fifty two times, completed like thirty something passes. He only had the interception. I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be a rocky start. They can't run the ball for whatever reason. I think Najee Harris is banged up and the offensive line sucks, so he's not able to overcome it like he was last year. I think that personally, I would just sit him for because I think their bye week is week nine. So we're going into week six right now. I would just shut him down and then bring him back after week nine and just, you know, run it out there with the guys that you have in the backfield. And then just let Kenny Pickett get, just let him throw as much as he can. Like he's going to throw interceptions. He's going to mess up, but you're going to have to get him acclimated because, you know, next year they're going to go, go ahead and try to try to con- compete again. I mean, TJ Watts out for another three weeks. So he'll probably, he probably won't come back until after the bye week. Um, I think they have a bunch of injuries in the secondary. So I don't know. I saw something today that somebody was like that Mike, that Mike Tomlin's time is coming to an end after the season. And I just, I don't, I don't see that happening. That doesn't make any sense to me. Like, listen, I know, I know they haven't been as productive as they have, you know, the past couple seasons, but they made the playoff. This meant they've made the playoffs the past two or three seasons. So like, I, I don't know. I think that, that, they'll at least give him this season. And then if next season it's the same thing, then maybe he's more on the hot seat. But Mm -hmm. I mean, Pittsburgh doesn't normally make a change unless they feel like, unless they feel like they have to, or the guy retires. Like that's the only time that they've really made a change in the past, like 30 years with their head coaches. So 30, 50 years, but. And Mike Tomlin's too, Mike Tomlin's too respected it of a coach and too good of a coach, at least in his 15 years there yeah, uh, to be let go after one bad season, because he didn't have much to work with to begin with. Yeah. I mean, he would immediately have another job somewhere else. Like when you're talking about a team that would probably fire their head coach so that they could hire him. And I think that like, that's a, I think they know that and they just have to, I don't know, but I did, I did hear that a lot of people weren't happy, necessarily happy with the benching of Mitchell Trubisky and the putting in, putting in Kenny Pickett. I think a lot of the veteran guys wanted Mitch to stay in there. Um, But like, I don't know. I just don't either, either they, they weren't letting Mitch play fully or Mitch was just playing scared because he didn't want to lose his job. But you know, you got to go out there. You can't play scared. So, I know I saw uh, Cameron Hayward. Uh, he accidentally retweeted something about uh, Mike Tomlin. I forgot what it was, but everybody's making a big deal of it. Someone like bad about Mike Tomlin. Let me try to find the post if I can. Yeah, I forget what it exactly said. So I think but, it was something about him being fired or something like that. Yeah, right here. Uh, this guy said BS. I can't stand Tomlin, and he's a fraud and clown. Has been carried by Ben his entire career. However, Cam Hayward was running thirty yards downfield again to make tackles at the line. The backers wouldn't make. Shut up, Ryan. Because this was in response to a Ryan Clark uh, tweet or something. Hmm. But yeah, I mean, that's surprising. I mean, that's like one of the leaders of the defense too, and you're know, one of the best players on the defense. So yeah, 
but P, I think he came out and he said he, it was a like a butt retweet or pocket retweet. I'm like, uh, I don't know how you that could even happen. Like, what you actually scrolled to his page and retweeted it all while not on your phone? Yeah, okay. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. This man. isn't like a butt dial or something like that. Yeah. No, it's definitely sending a message. I mean, listen, the Steelers are one and four right now. When was the last time that we looked at a Steelers team and said, oh, they started the season one and four? It's been. It's been before since Tomlin was there. I mean. And if it was while Tomlin was there, it was early in his career. It's been it's been been a long and probably before we started watching football, maybe. I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to put money on that, but it's probably been a long time since this team has started this bad. Um, and they've looked this bad. And I think maybe part of that retweet came after a frustrating loss where they got completely just waxed by the Bills. But, like, <laughs> I yeah. I don't know. It's, it's not At looking good. At the end good. of the day, the Bills are just a great team. You know, they're definitely, you know, pretty sure Super Bowl, you know, maybe not favorite, but top two. Yo, I don't know. I'd, I'd say favorite. Shit. Talking about the Bills, though. With the firing of uh, Matt Rule from Carolina, there's reports saying that they're uh, they're pushing hard for uh, CMC. Yeah, that'd be crazy because yeah. they don't run the ball a lot, but I'm sure they would pass it to him out of the backfield like crazy. Well, they they could start and run the receiver. Ball. Yeah, and yes, or start. <laughs> yeah, I mean you have so you'd you'd have Devin Singletary and you'd have CMC. Like, I mean that's that's a good one-two punch right there. Like you can use Devin Singletary to run the ball primarily if you wanted to. Um, and then you can use CMC primarily out of the backfield passing wise. And that way you kind of keep them healthy and you can give them 10 carries a game or whatever, if you wanted to as well. But I, I don't know. I mean, it's definitely cause it, it seems like Carolina is like almost looking to just restart. And I think they tried to keep it together when, when cam left or when they let cam go, but they just haven't, they've just been kind of teetering right there on mediocrity. They haven't been able to figure it out. And I think that's like sometimes you just gotta tear it down and rebuild it. But yeah, that's I saw that. I was like that they would clearly be the favorites at that point. <laughs> and then I think I think Odell is that's an interesting spot for Odell to go to. So if they could add Odell and CMC, and now you're just looking at it like, all right, well, just put yeah, it lock. It's OP. Just, just just lock it in. That's like that's like us playing Madden. I don't even know. <laughs> I know they had to deal with a little injury, I think, recently. Didn't Poyer get hurt? Is he out for the season or just most of the season? I don't remember. But I'm pretty sure Poyer had an injury. Yeah, I don't remember either. There's so many people that have gotten injured. I'm, like, playing fantasy football and in both my leagues. I'm just like, I don't even know what to do anymore. Cause... I know, yeah. Isaiah McKenzie, I know, missed a game or two recently. Two yeah. for them. And you got guys that are missing a game or they're just just out for the season, like – I don't know. It's um, it's just like a, it's a crappy, it's crappy to watch because you're, because I just, I feel like it can, it is contributing a lot to, to why we're seeing, you know, that there's not a clear cut, that that many clear cut favorites. You know, by this point, you're looking at the NFL and you're like, okay, there's ten teams, ten fifteen teams maybe that are competing for the playoffs at this point. But now you're like a, it's. 80% of the league that's still competing for the playoffs at this point, which is insane. And then there, like I said, there's teams like, like the giants, like it, that, that have come out of nowhere. And I know Saquon Barkley's healthy and that is a huge part of it because he's just, he's having a crazy season right now. 
And yeah. Detroit's actually doing pretty decent too. Yeah. I mean, even though their of, record doesn't show it, <laughs> but yeah. they've been playing decent. No, I mean, that's honestly what I mean. Sucks about- Williams has been getting uh, in one of my leagues, at least he gotten me, he's gotten me like 20, 30 points. Yeah. Well, and before, before Swift got hurt, like he was, he was having a good season. So no, I mean, it's one of those things. Like I think Detroit just needs like, they just need one or two more like studs on that team and whether or not on defense. Comes, so yeah. Cause yeah. their offense is like first ranked or was first, first ranked, but their defense was last. So they need to figure that part out. Yeah. The defense, like, they just, the they, offense is pretty good. They need a stud in the secondary and then a stud probably on that and maybe in that linebacking core because I think Aiden Hutchinson has the the ability to turn in, into a, a really good pass rusher on the edge there. So yeah, he I had just, three sacks in the first half the other week. Yeah, so. I I mean he's he's a freak. So I think that like I I don't know I mean I just they they just need something and I think they'll be fine because offensively they move the ball they score like Jared Goff's not looked bad this season. And I was last this past week, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, even like even when you look at guys where you're like, oh yeah, they're gonna suck. Like Carson Wentz didn't look bad the first couple weeks of the season. Like Yeah. Even Ron Rivera is like, oh yeah, because like they asked him about why the Reds at NFC East is doing so good and they're doing bad. And he said quarterback. That's all he said. And he's like, all the other teams have stable quarterbacks, you know, you know, quarterbacks like you know, can play well for them and can really do the job they need to do. That's the biggest difference. They at least threw Carson Wentz under the bus like that. It wasn't exactly what he said, but like someone like that, he like threw him under the bus like crazy. And it's like, once it hasn't been that bad, like it's just the rest no. of your team. It's been garbage. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I mean, it's like, but the problem too is, I don't know. They, they, they should be better than what they are, but they're, they're missing Chase Young. Like he's going to come back in, you know, maybe four weeks or something like that. So they get him back. Like their, their secondary is probably one of the worst in the league you know, outside of a few guys and then, you know, but they, they do probably have one of the better wide receiving cores in the league, like Curtis Samuel, scary Terry. And then, you know, now they have Jahan Dotson. Like that's, they probably have one of the better wide receiving cores in the league. And they, and, just, uh, what was it? Amani Brown or someone like that. I forgot his name. He's on the team too. He's not bad. I think so. Yeah. 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 Someone like that. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's listen, I mean, we we're talking about the guy that, sprained both his ankles on one play. So, I mean, it's <laughs> – we clearly knew that he wasn't that great of a quarterback. I I always think that the Colts fleeced the, the commanders by asking for, like, two-thirds and a, and a fourth for him. But yeah. – The Eagles fleeced the Colts too, but, yeah. <laughs> We're talking about the Colts, man. Matt Ryan is not good. <laughs> he hasn't been good. That's what that's why I, I was know. like last year. Like, everyone was like, oh my god, they got Matt Ryan. Now they're gonna be good. And I was like, no. <laughs> what? Yeah. I Man. mean, at, at best he'll make smarter decisions than Carson Wentz, but I mean, it hasn't looked any different. And when you couple that with the fact that they don't have any weapons and Jonathan Taylor's, you know, been banged up this year. And their defense yeah. just isn't the same. So, yeah, and that Colts Broncos game was so hard to watch because Russell Wilson's not been great too. You know what? I'm about to bleep this out, but what is wrong with Russell Wilson and the Broncos? <laughs> like, what? Like, why? What is going on? And then, and then he he had he's had surgery now in his shoulder. So who 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 even knows how long he's going to be out? But like, and the Seattle Seahawks are doing decent. 
Yo, Geno, I did it again. Geno Smith looks like the next coming of the greatest quarterback of all time. I don't understand <laughs> what is happening right now. <laughs> I know I started in the fantasy football against you. I, mean, I still lost, but he had a good week. I'm like, dang, I got to start doing this more. Bye-bye, Kirk Cousins. <laughs> again, we live, in a, we live in a world where the Giants are 4-1 and one right now. Let that sink in. This is the NFL that is happening right now. The Giants are four and one. The Vikings are four and one. Um, Raiders are four, one and four. You know, we're expecting them to compete in the AFC West, but guess not. Geno Smith is like ruining the Seahawks' chance of getting CJ Stroud. Like, I just don't, <laughs> I don't understand what is going on right now. And not really, considering if the Broncos do bad, they're going to get a high draft pick out of the Broncos. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh. I didn't think about that. That's crazy. They were going to get a high draft pick one way or another, at least as it sits right now, they're going to get a high draft pick one way or another. You know, what's crazy. The Eagles are doing this good and we're looking this set up for the future and what they have two, if not three first round picks for next year. Yeah. I forgot. I think they, I think it's only two. I think last year they had three, even they like traded so they could have another one for the next year, but everybody, I, Everybody be good. Jalen Hurts was not going to be a good quarterback. It looks real dumb right now. Now, do I think he's the best quarterback in the league? No. But the dude's a leader. He's a competitor. Like, he's going out there. He's winning. It reminds me a lot of, like, um, Lamar at the beginning of his career where, like, you can clearly tell that he still needed he, – he still has lots to grow when it comes to passing. But – like just being able to go out there and win games and win win whatever it takes is like something that is so hard to find. And like, he's not making a ton of mistakes. He's just moving the ball down the field yeah. and they're, they're winning games. And I think that's something that's like, like a, a an, an Eagles Ravens Super Bowl would be crazy fun to watch because there would be a, like, you know, Lamar, who's kind of like probably hitting his prime right now. And Jalen hurts is like, but, you know, Lamar four years ago, three years ago. So like, you're going to see yeah. that kind of like, it, it would be, it'd be a fun, it'd be a fun one to watch. I don't think it'll happen, but it'd be fun to watch. Yeah. I don't think Hertz will ever quite hit where Lamar is sitting right now in his pocket ability. Lamar has been passing in the pocket, like so good lately. Like he's not even needing to scramble. He's been passing out the pocket. Like it's freaking Tom Brady, you know, like it's crazy. <laughs> it's like, how are you doing this? It's like coming out of nowhere. Um, we can't we can't stop saying the F word. <laughs> I, oh, I was gonna man. say freaking and then my mind cracked myself and I'm like, wait, no, why did my mind decide to say that? No, you're good, you're good. <laughs> no, like, well, and the thing too with Lamar is like he he did what Cam Newton couldn't do, right? He was able to transition from that like primarily running quarterback to a pocket passing quarterback, but also with the ability to run when he needed to. And just that's that's what Cam Newton wasn't able to do, you know. We but it's not the first quarterback that we've seen do it. I mean, we we got to watch Michael Vick do it a little bit before you know he went to prison, and then when he came back, he was able to do it, you know, again. And I think that I I don't know. I mean, that's something that like that if guys who are going to be these like mobile first quarterbacks coming out of college, and then they can develop you know, they're passing while they're in the pros and teams are willing to work with them and be patient with them, then I think it'll be worth it because they're going to have that, they'll have that ability for, you know, their whole career. I mean, look at somebody like Taysom Hill, like he's in his thirties and he's still athletic. He's still able to move around. He's playing different positions, right? So 
it's the it's just the way you keep up with things. Like, yeah, you might lose a step or two, but you're still gonna like Lamar's still gonna outrun people on the field. He's still gonna make people look crazy. So and speaking of Taysom Hill, the I think I saw like only like three point three percent of all the teams in fantasy football had him on their rosters, let alone playing. I know that everybody everybody's gonna go pick him up and then he's not gonna do anything again because <laughs> Yeah, he's like that. He has his weeks where it's in a good matchup or they need him and he just goes crazy. And I got just I just, just start him at, just start him at quarterback. I, I don't at this point, like Jameis looks awful, which is so sad because Michael Thomas actually is back and you have Chris Olave who is arguably like one of the the better rookie probably the best rookie wide receiver in the draft, maybe outside of his counterpart in Garrett Wilson. Um, but I, I we haven't seen Jameson Williams yet, so can't say that for certain. That is fair. <laughs> I, that is fair. I do. I'm I excited. Do think, I'm I excited. Think those that. three, those three going forward will be super dynamic. I think that George Pickens with the Steelers will be a good, a good wide receiver. And we've seen yeah, a bunch of getting the opportunities he needs. So sad too. No. Well, when Kenny Pickett came into that second half of that other game last week, um, he kind of went off. George Pickens did. So I don't know. I mean, we've seen Jahan Dotson. He went off. Devin Duvernay has been pretty solid, but you know, you get those little guys with speed. There's, you know, only so much they can do. They either run, run in the slot or they just go deep. And I don't know, unless they can kind of develop like Tyreek Hill did, but who knows? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Speaking of Tom Brady, like, what do you think? Like, I don't know because he hasn't been playing great, but he seems like he really still wants to play and he's really de- devoted to, you know, playing and being his best. And I mean, I don't know. I don't see him retiring after the season honestly anymore. At first, I was thinking he was, but with him like divorcing Gazelle, I'm just cause, like, I'm just convinced that he's going to play till he dies or like he's barely able to walk anymore. Is that, is that official <laughs> that they're getting divorced? I, I mean, I, I bet at this point, I, I think at this point it's going to happen. Not a guarantee, but. It's- I, I just don't I don't understand. I guess my thing is it he either retired for two reasons. He either retired because she told him either you pick me or football, or he retired because he honestly thought that he was going to the Dolphins thing was going to work out. And it just didn't. And I don't know. It's it's just so weird. And then he came back and it, I just feel like his he's not for the first time ever in his career, he's not one hundred percent into football like he's not 100 focused on it he's not 100 worried about it he's not he's just not 100 because you could tell and it's just like that's the thing with with him like that i i don't know i i think this is it i think this is the last season for him and i hope that it's the last season for him because if he's not 100 focused on what's going on and he's just going to keep getting older, it's just going to keep getting worse. Like, and then, and then what, what is your, what is your career? Cause the last thing that everybody is going to see of you is this. And that's what sucks because he could have gone out last year and everybody would have been like, Hey, they tried, they, they, you know, they played hard. He did what he did. Like he went out, boom, everybody respected it. And, but he came back this year, you know, the, the problems with his wife and his family looming over, like, the way he's been playing, I just I don't know. It it it's almost like like he he needs he needs to kind of pull it together and, and have some good games toward you know for the rest of the season so that everybody, even if they don't win the Super Bowl, 
like at least people would be like, okay, he went out playing the best that he could. You know, that's kind of like we got to watch Kobe, you know, drop 61 in his final game. Like those are things that, you know, people who watch the end of Michael's career, they watched him play for the Wizards and and not play like Michael with the Bulls. You know, so like, I don't know, like Shaq, he ended it with the Celtics sitting on the bench. Um, you know, it's just like like those those kinds of things, like control your own narrative, get out when you can get out. Like, yes, of course, you would still want to compete, but but realize that you just can't anymore because yeah. you're too old and maybe you're not in it 100% anymore. That, like one of the things that kind of make me not sure about it though, too, is he was talking to Aaron judge, uh, like on a podcast or like on an episode of one's Tom Brady things. I don't know. He does all this different stuff. Who knows what, but he was talking like, Oh yeah, you did come play tight end with me. You know, you have to decide to play tight end, you know, we need you. And he's, he's like, uh, you know, maybe next year I can get you out there for a couple of plays for a couple of deep balls or something like that. And he's like talking about next year already. I'm like, I don't know. Maybe he has his eyes on every year then. Mm. But where though? I mean, is he going to go team chase? I mean, what, what team is he just going to be able to step into that? That is going to be ready. I mean, is he going to stay there in Tampa? I mean, it, that that's, 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 the, that's the only place that makes sense because there's just no other team that he's going to be able to step into and they're going to be okay with that. Yeah, most of the good teams already have their quarterback figured out for the most part. So, yeah, mm. yeah, I don't know. It's just like, and even like some of the bad, like some of the, I don't want to say bad, but not the greatest, have a decent quarterback in mind. Like you have New York with uh, Zach Wilson. The plan is to have Zach Wilson play for him. Zach so. Wilson's too worried about people's moms. So <laughs> quarterback. <I don't> <laughs> when he when he gets his new contract, like Kyler Murray, they'll have to have a mom clause in there instead of a Call of Duty clause. <laughs> I mean, if Make Tua's end up on a different site. I mean, low key though, if Tua's really actually like messed up, like his like career possibly ending or altered from this, maybe Brady could go with the Dolphins next year. You never know. I don't know what's gonna happen with that Tua situation. You know, I don't know, man. Walk away, retire. You know, that's 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 all I'll say. Like you, Peyton Manning got to go out on his terms. You know, I would I would look at something the most recent, right? Like Eli Manning. Like, look how do you do you want your career to end like that, where you just hang around too long? Like, and the last thing that we remember of Eli Manning is that he was benched. You know what I mean? Like that's for Geno Smith. Like, think about that. Like, the last thing we remember of Eli Manning is that he was benched for Geno Smith. Like, that's crazy. That's, that's, that's just sad. I I don't, I don't want, I don't want to sit there and be like, oh yeah, Tom Brady, like three, like three years from now gets benched for like Kyle Trask. And you're just like, (laughs) (laughs) Blaine Gabbert, if he's even still in the NFL, I think he is. Nathan, Nathan Peterman has surpassed Tom Brady on the death chart. And you're just like, why are you still here? Like, what the heck? Like, like Madden, he never retires in Madden, too. (laughs) He does, he stays around forever, and his rating doesn't go like they cheated. His rating never goes down. You're like, why are you still a 90 at 40 years old? What are we doing right now? I don't 40? Know. Wait, he went back in age? Damn. <laughs> well, whatever. Yeah, sorry, 50. <laughs> Shut up. That's cool. I'm for that. Go back on the Patriots. Yeah, just reset him. I don't know. Maybe he wants, maybe he just wants to set so many records, like set the record so high that nobody can touch it. 
I mean, yeah, because Mahomes, you know, he's scary. I feel like he's going to get there regardless, unless, you know, he has a lot of career injuries, you know, Brady, later down the line. Brady's close to 100,000 yards, right? Yeah, I think he's in the 990,000s at this point. Yeah, so maybe maybe that's something that he wants to eclipse. He wants to be the first one to do it. And he knows he knows with 17 games now in a pass happy league that people are gonna people are gonna get mm-hmm. there. Yeah, he's only at eighty five thousand nine hundred twenty nine. This says, so yeah, he definitely has a while for that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, I was gonna, I was gonna. Um, <laughs> uh, this has gone on a long time, but <laughs> <laughs> no. Er- earlier, Ashley and I were we're having a debate about the the best like animated Disney movies, and I was gonna bring that up, but that shit's been. I feel like uh, we got like an hour two hour episode right now. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, it's uh, that's crazy. Mm. Did you guys have anything else you wanted to talk about real quick, or what is the best animated Disney movie? Um, <laughs> well, listen, I so that's this is why I didn't want to get into it because I have like a top twenty. So, um, <laughs> but I'll here I'll, I'll I'll run down my list real quick. So it's it's just it's just animated movies. Obviously, like you get Disney and Pixar because Disney owns Pixar, so you add those in there as well too, right? Um. So this this is my list for everybody at home. You can uh you can shit on it, you can agree with it, you can change it up. It is what it is. Maybe I'll post it out there. But for for me, my my like I kind of threw movies in there that I thought I could consider. Um there's some that aren't on there like I didn't put like um like Lady and the Tramp or like Ratatouille on there. I just didn't feel like those were um, to me that those deserve to be in that like top 20, top 15 or whatever. So, um, but at number one, I got the little mermaid At number two, I got beauty and the beast at number three. I got Mulan at number four. I got the hunchback of Notre Dame at number five. I got the first cars movie. Now that one's like a little bit more of like a, I just, I just really like the cars movie. So, <laughs> um, at number six, I have Aladdin. At number seven is Wally, and then at number eight is The Emperor's New Groove. At number nine, I got Hercules. At number ten, I got Monsters Inc. At eleven, Incredibles. Twelve is Up. Thirteen, Finding Nemo. Fourteen, Lilo and Stitch. Fifteen, Tarzan. Uh, sixteen, Toy Story. Seventeen, The Lion King. 18 Atlantis the Lost Empire at 19 Big Hero 6 and then at 20 um it's kind of like a two-way tie for me for that one I just was frozen and then 101 Dalmatians so I'm not like a crazy frozen fan but I can see the the hype behind it and I feel like I had actually, to, add it to I actually list. just watched uh Treasure Planet the other night Okay I did I did see that one but I just kind of felt like I don't know. Out of the other ones, it was a lot, a lot like, I don't know. I just didn't think it cracked that top 20 for me, but I don't know. What do you guys think at least about like the top five? Like I said, Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, Mulan, Hunchback, Cars. Mm, I don't know. I think for me, I'll go number one, The Lion King, number two, Wally, number three, Toy Story. Number four, Monsters Inc. Number five, Up. Number six, Toy Story three. Number okay. seven, Coco. Would you just number got this eight, list on your phone? Nemo. Like you're yeah, just rallying these off. <laughs> You've already written this down. 
<laughs> number nine, Inside Out. And then I think number 10, Soul. I thought Soul was really good. It's not like quite as well known as the others, but I thought that was a really good one too. Okay. Dylan, Dylan, uh, I swear to God, this wasn't planned. This time. We didn't even have any topics for this episode. Dylan just has this on his phone. He's just rattling this off. funny like you. Me, I got, I got to go Lion King number one. Beauty and the Beast, probably number two. Emperor's New Groove, probably number three. Uh, Monsters, Inc. is probably number four. Um, then I'd say Cars is number five. Then Toy Story 1. And then I don't know where to exactly place it, but I would definitely put in Toy Story 3, Cars 3, stuff like that. Uh, Atlantis. For for me, like I, the Lion King, I I'd like it, but I don't know. I just don't. For whatever reason, I just don't. I don't think it's like as good a movie as like as all the ones I put in front of it. I don't know why. Like I think it's a good movie. Like I think the like the storyline, the message that comes from behind it. But like the to me, the reason I put it so low is what I was told Ashley too was like the two best characters in it were Timon and Pumbaa. And they tried to make a movie just for Timon and Pumbaa. And that movie was ass. So like, that's why I took that movie. And I was like, yeah, like, it's a good movie. I get it. But like, and down, you know what I mean? And like, I don't know, like, it just, I just, I just felt like when you talk about like old style, like Disney movies or like Pixar movies, like with the, with the musical aspect that comes in it, like that, the little mermaid beauty and the beast mulan and the hunchback like those and then you talk about aladdin you know hercules like that aspect of it and then it's like i don't know i just feel like they were so much better see it's hard to you know separate nostalgia and like the actual like how good the movie is kind of too because you know we were raised you know at certain times you know i am a little younger than you not too much younger it's like what four years right i think or something like that yeah, we're all, so, we're all you know, like we're all mid twenties, almost thirties, pretty much. So, no, but I mean, I have similar, you know, time frame. Yeah, mm. I have, but I mean, like, I have cars in my top five. I have Wally in my top ten. You know what I mean? Like, Monsters Inc. is in my top ten. You know, I have Up at twelve. You know what I mean? So it's like I have, I have more like I, the way the way I break it down is like I feel like anything past 2010 Disney wise Pixar wise I just don't think it it makes the list just because it's so much more geared towards kids like when you talk about a movie that you want to make for everybody so I just can't like that's why like almost frozen I didn't want to put on the list but I just kind of felt like all the hype that it got behind it you know what I mean like you almost you almost have to put it somewhere in the top 20 um but like just pre pre 2010 and then in the nineties, like those, all those movies in there, you could have an argument. Like anybody can have an argument for any of them being in there in, in their own preference. And you're right. Like nostalgia is, is a tough one. That's why I, would try, I tried to be like a little bit um, unbiased about it. Cause like, honestly, if, if I were to make a list of like my favorite movies to watch cars would be number one. Like I love, I love the movie cars. Wally would be number two. Like I, I love that. Like the little mermaid, I, you can laugh at me, whatever me, but I love watching The Little Mermaid. I don't know why. It just is what it is. Um, what? 
It's been a few years since I've seen that, so I can't really speculate. Just, I don't. I just. I don't know. I like. I love. I love watching the animated Mulan. Like I think that they didn't do when they did the live action. They just didn't do it justice. I know. I know it was a little bit more like accurate to the times, which is fine. But I think you know when you they've been making these live action like remakes. You know what I mean? And maybe that's the problem is we keep thinking they're going to be one hundred percent remakes of what they were before. But I don't know. Definitely interesting. But yeah. If you guys are listening, let us know. I mean, maybe you guys have a different list. Maybe you're like, yo, you you left off like my favorite movie and I hate you. So <laughs> I just think the newer movies, they get more hype, like the newer stuff, because it's just kind of like like the more like towards like the advanced you know age of like, you know, the more up in the years it gets, the more, you know, people there is honestly on the planet, and just the more like social media is like influential over like people's opinions on things and you know, mm-hmm. hyping it up. So I feel like that's also a part of it. Well, there's all, well, like I said, all the, all the posts like 2010, they're just all geared towards kids. Like, like when you, when you watch a movie, like the, even the little mermaid, like there, there are aspects of it that are, that are more mature, that are more adult, you know what I mean? And, but it's still, but kids can still watch it on a, you know, on a simple level and enjoy it. Like when you watch a movie, like frozen, like I'm not going to go into a movie theater and watch frozen as an adult and be like, Wow, I really enjoyed that movie. Like, it's not a shitty movie, but like, I'm just not gonna be like, oh wow, like, I really enjoyed that movie. You know what I mean? Or I'm not. It's not memorable to me. But like, you get the millions of kids every single day that watch it 42 times at home now. Like, they love that. That's that's that. You know what I mean? So when they all grow, up, they'll be like, Frozen was the best Disney movie of all time. And you're like, I just you just missed out on so much. I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> but I mean, we'll just we'll just sound like old grumpy get off my lawn <laughs> back in my day we watched the little mermaid <laughs> our music was so much better Kanye <laughs> and drake <laughs> drake oh my gosh could you imagine um trying to we're so off the rails could you imagine trying to explain so like kids one day when we're like 85 about this guy named drake who used to play um a guy in a wheelchair under grassy like <laughs> before he got his start in rapping they used to, he used to be a bully on the show called De- degrassi and then like actually this is probably kind of dark to talk about but anyway he ended up in a wheelchair and then yeah, that's how he got to start. And then he was rapping and yeah. So there you go. That's that's Drake's start to his music career. He's villain origin story. Yeah, his origin story. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's crazy. Yeah, I don't even know. That's wild. I wonder what music will be like in 40 years. Just a lot of techno or like just like just bass, just like no no lyrics, literally just the bass, like the beat of the song. It'll just be sh- just just straight bass. <laughs> just, just, just computer noises and like random ass just dumb noises. Just it'll be like nothing. <laughs> what if what if what if in like forty years there was no music? For real, footloose type vibe. No, like just no no music, just nothing. Just like, it, but like there were still artists. Like you and I could be an artist and we would make a song, but just nothing would be on the track. People will just be like, this is great. This is the best. This is the best silence. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, 
I don't want to live 40 years. <laughs> you don't live 40 years? You're only going to be like 60-something. Take me out at 39 years, then, because I don't want to live in a world where there's not music. That would be depressing. People just working out with headphones in, not listening to anything. Those, noise canceling. Yo, just those, that's, noise. That's, that's like the breed of the that's, – that's a psychopath right there. <laughs> what are you listening to? Oh, nothing. I'm not listening to anything. Mean. What is that even? What? End of the year blooper section right here. No, this is the episode. I don't even. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even know. I told you it was gonna go off the rails. <laughs> I don't even. Yeah, I don't even know. Um. Well, uh, like I said, you guys got anything else or? No. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm pretty much done. So. <laughs> Been up since uh two a.m. So I'm gonna go to bed. <laughs> yeah. Go enjoy your day off. But yeah, I will. Uh, for those of you guys listening at home, you probably will not hear all what hour and a half of this content. But I mean, <laughs> might be a couple <laughs> random bleeps. Might be uh, yeah. But we might cut the Disney part in half. No, <laughs> just leave it in there. I don't know. You have to deal with it. Maybe It'll be a long episode. Yeah, but we're we're uh we're no we're just trying something new. So. Trying to be a little bit uh more free flowing and having fun, but yeah, um, I for me, Dylan, anytime you want to come back on, heck yeah, it was fun, mm. a good time, yeah, it's fun, it's cool, heck yeah. But all right, uh, thank you everybody for listening, and uh, just make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcast. I think on Facebook now you can give us a rating, so if you want to give us one star, awesome, just leave a comment so we know why you hate us. But uh, if you want to give us five stars, that's uh, that's great too. But definitely, uh, definitely, just give us a rating so we know how we're doing. Um, and if we suck, blame David. It's all his fault. So. All right. <laughs> Thank you guys. Have a good night. Thank you everyone for listening to another episode of Two Minute Drill. And make sure to follow the show on Instagram at Two Minute Drill Podcast. D D S. Don't forget to follow deep.dive.sports on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can listen to all of our shows wherever you get your podcasts. Also, comment on all our posts and episodes. We would love to hear what you think about the show and what we talk about each week. And as always, two-minute drill listeners, until next time.